Welcome to the Cyberman show, a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse. Beat cybersecurity, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas. We have it all. Let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Cyberman show. Today we'll review the first ever single vendor SASE magic content released by Gartner's few weeks back. I got hold of this report recently and I thought it's uh, will be beneficial for everyone uh, on this podcast to learn from this report. So today I'll talk about what a single vendor SASE is, what is Gartner MQ, how Gartner uh, evaluated the various products or participants in this report, what were the criteria in that report, key notes from that report as well as my personal takeaways. With that, let's get started. So first of all, what is Gartner MQ? Okay. So Gartner MQ is a 2 by 2 matrix for evaluating certain service providers or products or OEMs, original equipment manufacturers in IT. So Gartner uh, creates criteria for a particular domain. It can be cybersecurity and it can be IT, it can be application, it could be anything in IT. Okay. So Gartner covers most of these uh, spaces and in this evaluation what they do is they put up a criteria and based on the assessments uh, that they are doing, they arrange vendors, they come up with a score and these based on these scores the vendors are arranged into four quadrants uh, in the matrix. These four quadrants are leaders, challengers, visionaries and niche players. So leaders are the set of uh, providers that have the ability to address current and future end user requirement in the single vendor uh, market, specifically in this context, but essentially in that space where uh, Gartner has done the evaluation. Okay, And leaders' strategies align with emerging user needs and has the potential to drive, shape and transform the market going forward. So they can influence the decision and innovation of various customers. Okay. The challenger, on the other hand, has the ability to address the current end-user requirements in the market, but they might not shape and transform the enterprise market going forward. The visionaries have the ability to transform the market by driving new ideas, innovations, including new business model to solve the challenges, but the lack of visibility, a sizable install base, global coverage, or in fact, comprehensive product capabilities to address the enterprise requirements. So they might be good at uh, something, but they might not have the full coverage uh, or might not match capabilities that Gartner requires them to match. Niche players are often focused on specific portions of the market, such as a specific uh, use case, geography, vertical, or a technical speciality. Now they are typically near complete uh, but have some limitations uh, and these limitations often include feature depth, geographical reach, market visibility and installed base. Okay, So that's how Gartner does the evaluation and this MQ is often used by customers to do evaluation for choosing uh, specific service providers. So I've been in my uh, uh, in my career, I've been into multiple situations where um, one of the products that we were uh, trying to sell, 
we could not sell it to the customer because customer mandated that Gartner's MQ has to be used for evaluation. Only those companies that are part of MQ can go there. And a lot of customers who are Gartner clients do that. And it's it's their strategy. I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to show how the market uh, works. Now, let's go back to the single vendor SASE report. So for those who are not familiar with SASE, um, I've done a, a video previously on SASE. Take a look at my YouTube channel or the podcast to go through that content. But a SASE or essentially a secure access service edge delivers converged network and security as a service capabilities. These include SD-WAN, Secure Web Gateway, Cloud Access, Service Broker, Next Generation Firewall and ZTNA, Zero Trust Network Access uh, or VPN. And SASE supports branch offices, remote worker, and on-premise secure access use cases. Okay, It is primarily delivered as a cloud service and uh, enables zero-trust access based on the identity of the device or entity combined with real-time context security and compliance policies. So it can take decisions for a device, for an end-user, based on the state of that entity. Now. This is not the first report about single vendor SASE. Last year, I remember around the same time, Gartner came up with the, uh, the market guide for single vendor SASE and they came up with the architecture. And if you are on my YouTube channel, uh, I'm showing that architecture. Essentially, they listed the SSE secure services edge and manage services capabilities in a diagram. And they uh, talked about how entities can connect from anywhere to resources that are located everywhere with a zero trust access approach with full context of user device identity and uh, the activity that's being done. So these SSE contained SWG, CASB, ZTNA, firewall as a service, remote browser isolation, encryption, decryption, etc. And on the vanage side, it contained SD-WAN, WAN optimization, quality of service, routing, SaaS acceleration, content delivery, caching, etc. So they started work on this, to my understanding, uh, almost two years back. Okay? Now, specific to this report, single vendor SASE is essentially an evaluation of all the vendors that can deliver both SSC and the Vanage services as a unified product with a single management console, unified security plane, and offered as a cloud service. What that means is, if there's a company that has a van product sd-wan product and sse but it's not integrated it's not uh, doesn't have a unified or a single pane of glass single console to manage everything they will not meet this uh, the criteria for this report that's very simple also if the, someone is offering a managed service uh, capability uh, by using multiple products together integrating them uh, using apis or whatever methods are available those will also not qualify so it's very important to understand the difference uh, between various market options that exist uh, in SASE today and what Gartner was evaluating. Okay, so in terms of the magic quadrant results itself, uh, in leaders, Palo Alto was the only player. Challengers uh, contains Versa Networks, K2 Networks, Fortinet. Niche player contains VMware, Juniper Networks, and Visionaries as Cisco and Forcepoint. Uh, I'm not going to comment on why a particular vendor is there in a particular quadrant or not. I request you to just Google this up. There are vendors who are providing this report. You can download it. it that's the way I download it. But for us, it's very important to understand uh, what were the criteria that were used for 
for this uh, evaluation. So the criteria are divided in three categories: the general criteria, criteria specific to product features, as well as customer relevance and adaptation. Okay. So specific to general criteria, Gartner mandated that the single vendor SASE has offering has to be GA'd by twelve April twenty twenty three. I believe this was last the last date of uh, the response submission from vendors who wanted to participate. The second criteria was that the participant should be in the enterprise SASE market and actively selling and publicly marketing SASE to enterprises. Also, it should provide commercial support and maintenance for its enterprise SASE offering, uh, essentially twenty four by seven. to support deployments on multiple continents so you can't be in just one region and become part of this report so very clearly specified in terms of the product features multiple capabilities are there so of course the the base sasi capabilities like swg firewall as a service uh, casb zna has to be there and then they specified things like enforcement of sas access controls in an inline mode and it uh, requires you to the the vendor to support inline malware scanning and data security to cover at least three saas enterprise suites microsoft office 365 salesforce and google workspace also the ability to identify uh, identities and context based secure remote policy based access to private applications uh, essentially zdna and all the above functionalities should be provided as a cloud service to its customer of course the firewall capabilities uh, next generation firewall bidirectional in nature on the network side it mentions a branch appliance uh, should be there that su- that should support uh, dynamic traffic steering uh, out multiple physically located uh, locally attached wan interfaces management of traffic steering based on well known application so it should be application aware and be deployed at customers physical branch location to support direct wan connectivity so lot of sd wan only vendors don't qualify for this because they don't have the sd wan uh, sorry the ssc capabilities okay and then the centralized policy management for uh, the offering including both ui and api that to provide reporting and troubleshooting and also granular configuration and policy changes the capability for the end customer to manage the entire product themselves including granular configuration support and policy uh, changes single pass scanning for malware and sensitive data <coughs> support single sign on using third party identity providers and have at least three pops point of presence on two continents each the pop must be highly secure facility offer a full suite of sasi services locally including firewall web proxy private access and inline sas control in a highly available fashion and it should be generally available to all its enterprise customers so the mandated presence of pop in each of the regions so Uh, if you evaluate a standalone ssc vendor this this all these capabilities are standard but when you combine this with sats the sd wan capabilities and having a unified console it becomes bit uh, hard and that's why you see the number of vendors are limited in this evaluation now looking at to the customer adoption side it requires uh, at least 100 unique enterprise customers that have purchased and deployed the vendor's primary sasi offering in a production environment and should have an active commercial support license also at least 25 unique sasi customers headquartered in two continents under active support contracts also support at least two prominent enterprise use cases for single vendor sasi as defined by the gartner uh, team now the key notes uh, 
apart from these criterias uh, are that the total marketable opportunity for this single vendor sasi domain is going to be around 21 billion dollars in 2026 with a five year cagr of 36% uh, as per gartner this is amazing right so look at the growth what that means is gartner believes that this single vendor sasi uh, uh, is definitely going to happen and uh, what they are also saying is there will be 50% increase in number of vendors with generally available single vendor sasi offerings compared to mid 2023 also by 2026 60% of new sd wan purchases will be part of single vendor sasi offering up from 15% in 2023 so vendors uh, who are just focusing on uh, on sasi solutions or a standalone uh, sd wan solution they will either be acquired uh, or become part of an overall offering uh, that's my understanding uh, of the impact that this report can have uh, and essentially gartner is estimating that there are 7500 uh, enterprise single vendor sasi customers today they are saying the market is well architected for uh, single vendor sasi offerings uh, the it it on one side they are saying that uh, the market is there but the offerings are immature but they will uh, develop quickly and because the clients are themselves interested into this okay this is all because of the consolidation where that's happening also gartner noted that they are seeing increased interest in single uh, vendor sasi requirements from organization that want to simplify their branch technology stacks and uh, it is particularly compelling for organizations making sd wan investments and extend their project to include firewalling remote access and uh, other security capabilities so what i expect now is and i've been you know, looking into some of the requirements from that come from customers is they are looking at their existing sd wan stack and uh, in covid uh, what happened lot of customers uh, took decisions they they took sd wan from one vendor they took uh, ssc from another vendor if and some of them will eventually want to consolidate to have better roi of the product easier console and this single vendor sasi approach helps uh, a lot there okay so my personal key takeaways one is platform consolidation is happening right uh, gartner uh, came up with the interesting data point uh, last year which says 75% of organizations are, are currently pursuing a security vendor consolidation uh, compared to only 29% in 2020 and that's a massive jump okay now this consolidation has already been happening i mean the most basic thing is look at our op- mobiles we have just two players hardly left android and uh, ios right on the operating system same goes with desktop operating system server operating systems okay uh, hardware players uh, server makers uh, okay cloud service providers data center vendors okay so although there is of course new vendors always coming in but the major players are very limited now consolidation is already happening now sasi in fact consolidated the net, entire network security market i remember when i deployed my first firewall you know early 2000s uh, firewall uh, came as a hardware appliance and then i remember looking at web proxy i think that was the first technology that moved to cloud as a service uh, and then casb and what not multiple i mean ips okay ids some of you would remember that okay 
all these technologies that were coming available as hardware appliances and you would stack them and you know perform various use cases everything is now available in a single platform as a service on cloud it's easy for enterprises or customers to deploy these uh, and configure and manage these okay so consolidation is already happening it's inevitable and what i also say it's already happening in the other spaces in cyber security look at cloud and application for cloud native app, uh, uh, apps uh, vendors are working to consolidate both the spaces appsec uh, vendors are looking at the capability to, to get into the cloud native space cloud multi cloud security hybrid cloud security and uh, cloud security vendors are getting into the appsec space also on the sock side xdr is trying to do most of the use cases okay even if they can't do 100% use cases today they i'm sure 70 and 80% use case coverage is good enough data security which i spoke about dspm in the last episode dspm is going to do the same consolidation uh, uh, 70 80% use case coverage in a single platform is is decent for any organization and who knows iam is next right so this is an inevitable okay consolidation is coming it's already here i should not say it's coming it's already here for most use cases it's going to get mature only now as an action item i think i have to learn more on the networking side because of my cyber security background i never focus on network security but i think that's a that's a skill that i should develop anyone who's interested should also develop that and also i should watch and learn about other spaces where technologies are getting consolidated okay i've been following sock space cloud security appsec uh, i am I'm, i'm you know the high and also data security the four five major key areas in cyber security i'm already tracking and i'll keep you guys updated okay but uh, we have to learn uh, about all this together and if some of you are in, are already doing some work on uh, on this let us know we can do a, a joint session on the podcast for everyone to benefit from now with that thank you so much Uh, special thanks to listeners who keep downloading uh, the podcast they are taking notes some people uh, email me and also to gartner who came up with this wonderful report with that i'll see you next time